Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Thursday, October 25th, 2018. I'm Shannon, and I'm here with Stacy, Sarah, Jen, and Natalia, and we are here to talk to you about our most anticipated books for the month of November. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hello. This is Natalia's first time recording a podcast episode. We are very, very happy to have her as the newest addition to the Book Bistro podcast team. Yay! (laughs) You will hear more from her um, in upcoming episodes. But today will be our usual um, monthly pick style post. We each have chosen a few of the books that we are most excited about, and we will take turns telling you about them. Before we do that, I just want to cover a couple of administrative things that people are probably very used to hearing. But just in case, you can search for us on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. You are, of course, free to like and or follow the page. And we invite you to join our Facebook group where you can interact with other podcast listeners as well as with the team behind the podcast. If you wish to get a hold of us for any reason, you can do that using Facebook, but you can also send us an email. That address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. All right. I believe we shall get started. So Stacy will start us off, and then Jen, then me, and Sarah, and Natalia will finish the round, and we will start again. Are you ready, Stacy? I am so ready to talk about books. Yay. Yay! The first book I'm going to talk about sounds so fabulous. Um, for all the Grace Burroughs fans out there, um, she's starting a new series. And the first book in the series is called My One and Only Duke, From Rogues to Riches, Book One, by Grace Burroughs. And this book comes out on November 6th. And this book is all about my favorite things prison and no I'm kidding but what happens in this book is (laughs) (laughs) so in this book what happens is there is um, a man who has pulled himself up from um, from what I understand from the kind of underbelly of London and is now a banker and then something happens and he is arrested and he is going to be hanged or executed in some way shape or form but in to this lightless, sad reality comes, I think what I uh, remember from the synopsis is a preacher's daughter or some sort of vicar's daughter. And she is with child and, or in the family way or increasing depending on the day. (laughs) 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 And this, this young woman and this, this man decide they're going to get married so that she can have his name before he dies. But then something happens and he does not die for he finds out he is actually heir to a title that he has now inherited. And so the slum rat turned banker turned convict turned aristocrat and his wife will have to figure out how to coexist together in this marriage that neither of them expected to be. And I'm very excited about this book. And again, it is my one and only 
Duke. So I guess he's going to be a Duke. I just put it together. Um, Rogues to Riches, <laughs> book one by Grace Burroughs. And it is coming out on November 6th. Yay! I'm excited so, about that. The thing with Dukes and titles is that there are historical novels that have Duke in the title. And no one is a Duke. But why really? would that be? That doesn't make any sense. I know. Um, let's see. The third book in the Kelly Bowen series. Um, what is that series called? Season for Scandal, I think. Um, and it is it's called Between the Devil and the Duke. And no one hmm. is a Duke. Okay. And well, I don't know why. But no one is a duke. Perhaps I should not infer that our hero in this book is a duke. We will perhaps he is. He's just an earl. Perhaps <laughs> maybe <laughs> Earl turned duke. A Mark A Mark Marquess. Marquess. A Marquis. Anyway, I'm excited about this book. I can't wait to read it. Go forth and buy. I wonder if all those earls and dukes and marquises that we read about, could you imagine if there were that many earls and dukes and marquises? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay, so the first book that I am going to talk about is Nine Perfect Strangers by Leanne Moriarty. This comes Yay. out on, I know, right? <laughs> so excited. This comes out on November 6th. And I am so excited. Um, I actually thought this was coming out earlier, but it wasn't coming out earlier, like, in this country. <laughs> so I, I'm really excited. I love Leanne Moriarty so much. Um, like, I absolutely loved uh, Big Little Lies, and I really enjoyed The Husband's Secret, and I just think her writing is fabulous. Um, so in this one, we see nine strangers, go figure, right? And they have all left the city. They have run away to go to this lovely, uh, hopefully rejuvenating and relaxing health and wellness resort. Um, they want to leave their emotional and mental baggage at the door and just relax with massages and meditation. And um, can I go? They, I'm sorry. I said, can I go? I know, right? I would like some massages. That sounds delightful. And I do meditation a lot anyway. So, but like to do it in like a nice resort setting would be lovely. Um, anyway, so all these people have different things going on with them. Um, uh, for example, one of them is a uh, romance novelist whose book didn't get picked up. And, and, you know, then there's like a family dealing with tragedy. There's like several people you know, having their own like things happening and they're all come together in this house for 10 days. And the lady who runs this resort has a deep, dark, hidden agenda that nobody knows about her. And so things start to happen from there and uh, their lives will never be the same. And it sounds really great and twisty and I'm super excited. Um, and I'm hoping that it is on the level of Big Little Lies because I love that one so much. Yes, that's the best one. So that is, again, um, Nine Perfect Strangers. It's due out November 6th. And I really, really hope that um, Caroline, what Lee? is her last name? Yes, Lee. I hope that she reads it on audio because that would be awesome. She's read her other stuff and she's wonderful. So that's my, my hope is that she reads it because she's great. So excited about that. Um, 
my first pick is also coming out on November 6th, and it is called City of Secrets. It's by Victoria Thompson, and I'm actually reading it right now. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's a little surreal to be talking about how it's coming out, um, but I have an early copy of it. And it is the second book in her Counterfeit Lady series. And the series follows Elizabeth Miles, who is a con artist. And she has managed to convince New York society that she is this well-bred, very cultured young woman when she is really anything but. And it is, um, this series is set during World War One, like closer to the end of World War One, hmm. And she is working diligently to sort of like um, bring to light all of the lies that society people tell each other and themselves. Because in Elizabeth's opinion, the whole idea of society is the biggest con of like all cons ever in life. And she's kind of tired of the way society people lord it over everybody. She, she doesn't think that they're better than her, doesn't think they're really better than anyone. And she kind of wants to bring society down. But she's also in love with a man named Gideon Bates, who is a lawyer. And how can she hope to marry him and be his, you know, like, dutiful wife if she can't stand the society of which he's a part this is a wonderful book. The first book in the series is called City of Lies, and I loved it a lot, and I'm enjoying this one just as much. So on November 6th, everyone should hurry up and grab a copy of the second book in the series, which is called City of Secrets, and it's, as I said, book two in the Counterfeit Lady series by Victoria Thompson. The first book that I'm going to talk about tonight is a book in kind of a long-running series by Christine Fian. It's called Leopard's Run, and I have to say that I either am really enthusiastic or really eh about the books in this series. I really, this, this, this storyline interested me. This is not a series of books that you can pick up on book 11. Leopard's Run is book 11, and, and you could not pick this book up and know what was happening. You, you need to start from the beginning, but... This book, it takes place in, I believe it's Austin, Texas. It might be San Antonio. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it's Austin, though. And there is a girl who works in the bakery that her sister-in-law owns. And there is a leopard who has come from, I believe it's the rainforests, to help um, he works with someone who has been in previous books and I don't mean to sound so vague about it, but I can't say a ton about it because if you haven't read the series, none of this will make sense to you. And this character who has come to help and work for um, the man whose wife owns the bakery is he, he has a lot of trouble with his leopard. Um, his leopard is always very, and antsy and anxious and angry and this girl who works in the bakery calms his leopard a lot and he just is very drawn to her even though he has not had a good upbringing his life has been difficult he does not know how to deal with emotions so it's it's 
it's either going to be really great and really just my favorite kind of book, or it's going to make me mad, but I'm really excited to try it. It's also, if you like audiobooks, it's read by the amazing Jim Frangione. So, I mean, right there, that's a, that's a huge mark in its favor. The book is called again, Leopard's Run. It is by Christine Fian, and it is coming out November 6th. Am I correct in assuming that these are like shifter romances? Yes, I'm sorry. They're shifter and they're all about leopards. Like all of them, all of the main characters are, they can shift into leopard. Ah, okay. And like I said, when the books are good, they're like phenomenal. I can't put them down. And then they kind of run hot and cold for me. A couple of them, like I've skipped a couple of them, a couple of them, like I've tried to read and I've only made it halfway through. The last one, the, the book number 10 in the series, I really enjoyed and I read it very quickly and I gave it a good rating. So I'm hope I have good high hopes for book 11. I've only read one book by this author and her name is Vi Keeland. This book is called Hate Notes. Get instead of love notes, we're talking hate notes. Yay. <laughs> and it's about my favorite thing, weddings. So we have this lady who is going to sell her wedding dress. God only knows what happened, whether she was a widow or divorcee or dumped at the altar. We don't know. But she's selling her wedding dress. And while she's looking at this vintage shop, she finds a dress with something blue sewed inside of it you know something old something new something borrowed and something blue and it says thank you for making my dreams come true and it's signed by the name that's very familiar to her because it's her boss (gasps) ta-da yikes and she's like what my boss wrote something romantic but he's so arrogant and cynical and broody and yucky so anyway now she wants to discover why her boss did not have this happily ever after and to see if maybe she can have a happily ever after with him so it's just really interesting to me i like this kind of trope and i'm really looking forward to it of course it comes out on november 6th (gasps) wow because that's the magical book day election day and all kinds of days um this is hate notes by vi keyland i hope i'm pronouncing it right you if are. i'm not i'm sorry um no you're good and it comes out on november 6th Yay. natalia when you read that let me know how it is because that i mean that sounds like a great storyline yeah i haven't read anything by her i wasn't sure if she was like too light for me like fluffy or if she'd have some depth so read yeah it let me. us know let us know okay i will let you know i i like everything so i'm not sure i don't know what you consider too fluffy but um the one book i read by her i did like well you know the main character's name was natalia so that might have i mean you know, that's beautiful nice. yeah that might have influenced it but i did like it <laughs> the next book i'm going to talk about um is a book called Daughters of the Lake. And the author is Wendy Webb. And Wendy Webb is known as the queen of the Northern Gothic. And I will quickly tell you that about a year ago, I read a Wendy Webb and I screamed out loud in my house. (laughs) And then I ran around and I bear in mind, am completely blind with no light perception. And I ran around turning on all the lights because I thought it would keep me safer from whatever might be dwelling in the shadows. (laughs) 
So anyway, she's a very gifted writer who terrifies me and deliciously so. So I'm very excited about this book. It's about a woman who comes home to the shores of Lake Superior, the beaches of Lake Superior. And um, she um, is there to kind of settle some things um, back home. And she discovers washed up on the beach, the shore, whatever, um, she finds a woman <laughs> in a vintage gown and wrapped, plug your ear, Sarah, <laughs> wrapped within the folds of the gown is a carefully swaddled baby. Mm. And she's like, what in the wide world is this? And so she gets drawn into the mystery of what happened to this woman and her child and kind of starts realizing that whatever happened to this woman and this child was about 100 years ago. And she's learning about all of this in her dreams. And that's really all I know about it. But what else do you need to know? When someone as an author is called the queen of the Northern Gothic and there's like, you know, broody old houses on, you know, big great lakes and ghosts and their babies washing up on shore. That's all you need to know. It looks like it's going to be quite terrifying. So it comes out on November 1st. And again, it is called um, Daughters of the Lake. And the author is Wendy Webb. My next pick is The Kinship of Secrets by Eugenia Kim. Um, And this is coming out also on November 6th. This is a family saga um, about a separation and coming back together um, and family secrets. So in this, um, we see this couple who is immigrating to America from Korea in 1948. And they have two daughters. And they have to make the painful decision of leaving one of them behind. And so they immigrate with one of their daughters. And this daughter that immigrates with them grows up in suburbia. But she's always you know, thinking about the sister that was left behind. And they keep thinking about her as well. And they want to be reunited with her. But then war breaks out in Korea. And several years go by. And um, they, they strive to be reunited. But... There's the question of will family secrets that are being revealed and all the time that's gone by and all the things that have happened to these people make reuniting possible? Will they be able to reconnect with each other? Um, This has gotten tons of praise and it just sounds like a really moving, deep novel about family and what it means to be a sibling. And it just sounds really, really well done. Um, again, it's called The Kinship of Secrets by Eugenia Kim, and it is coming out on November 6th as well. Um, I have her first novel here, um, oh, The Calligrapher's okay. Daughter, but uh-huh. I have not read it yet. It's is that kind of kinda... a similar thing? Like a, I think a so, although I'm not sure if it's Korea or like another kind of Asian country, but yeah, it's like a mm-hmm. similar um you know, centered around Asian culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks very good. I just haven't had a chance to read it yet. Yeah, this one sounds amazing too. I'm really excited for it. So I'm sorry, Natalia, but my next pick is a book that I stole from you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a book thief. I know. This is The Other Miss Bridgerton. And it is book three in Julia Quinn's Rokesby series, which is a prequel to her ever so beloved Bridgerton novels. These are, I think, the things that Romancelandia loves Julia Quinn for writing. And I am right along with the rest of Romancelandia. 
So this features Poppy Bridgerton, and she is very, very particular about the person that she's going to marry. And she wants this person to be intelligent. She wants them to be interested in at least some of the same things that she's interested in. And as you might suspect, it's proving really difficult for her to find this person. So she decides to go to Dorset for a while and visit a friend of hers. And while she's there, she discovers a smuggler's hideaway. And I really love smuggler books. They kind of take me back to some of my like early romances. Um, they're just so mysterious and, and cool. So I'm very, very excited. Plus, this is Julia Quinn. And there's just not much else I can say. Like Julia Quinn is is magic in in all the best ways. So this is The Other Miss Bridgerton, and it is book three in the Rokesby series. Rokesby. And it comes out November 20th. <clears throat> oh. oh, not November 6th. You That's broke the streak. <laughs> I know. Sad. Does Rosalind Landor narrate? I believe that she does. She read the first two in this Rokesby series, so I would be very surprised and very dismayed if they like chose someone else all right miss sarah well i have a question all right who does not i mean is there anyone in this whole wide world who doesn't squeal with excitement when they learn that the amazingly talented and gifted writing team of ilona andrews is releasing a novella on november 6th there isn't. No, I there mean, isn't. really. I Ilona mean, Andrews, what can I say except for they fill my heart with joy. They do. Indeed. And this, this novella that is coming out on November 6th, which I never talk about novellas, but I have to about this one because it is Ilona Andrews, is the book 3.5 in her in their series about Nevada or Nevada Baylor and her family and her very, very hot love interest. And this book is called diamond fire. And this is about Nevada and it's Rogan, right? My mind just, yes, yes. Blanked. It is Rogan. <clears throat> Nevada and Rogan's wedding. And mm. there has been a, a decree that no crazy weather magic or no dramatic events must happen because this wedding is going. Well, of course, because in real life, weddings never are perfect. There, there's a very fancy tiara that Nevada is supposed to wear and it vanishes. And her sister, Katarina, Kat, who is very reticent about doing magic. And I don't want to get into it because if you haven't read the other books, it will give many, many things away. She is hell bent and determined that Nevada's going to have a perfect day. Damn it. And I added the damn it part. It wasn't really part of the synopsis there. It was a little more professional, <laughs> but she is going to have to have a perfect day. And even if Kat has to break down this mansion brick by brick with magic in order to make it happen, it's going to happen. The amazing Renee Rodman reads it if you guys yes. like audio. And then another person, Emily Rankin, also reads with her. So I am guessing that it's a couple different points of view. I'm super Hopefully. stoked. Can't wait. Ilona Andrews, Diamond Fire, coming out on, guess what, friends? November 6th. November 6th. 
very, very, very few novellas do I buy. I will be buying this on November 6th. All right, Natalia, you're up. Well, speaking of wonderful authors, this book that's coming out, I have waited an entire year for because I love this lady. Her name is Marissa Meyer, and she is known for the Lunar Chronicles. And the reason why I've waited a year for this book is because when the first book came out last November, I knew that if I read it and I finished it and I didn't have a next one, I was going to be very angry. (laughs) So I pretended it didn't exist, and I said, I will wait till this year. Now I can't resist. I'm going to have to read both of them, but at least I'll have two. And it's called... Arch Enemies. It comes out on the magic day, November 6th. (laughs) And this book is kind of very different from the Lunar Chronicles. Completely, completely different. If you've read the Lunar Chronicles, this is different. But it's read by the same narrator if you like audio, so that's great. Uh, And it's basically about these people that destroyed the political power. So now you've got a whole world of anarchy, and you have anarchists that are leading this world. So I guess there is power. I, I don't know, but there are people on each side of the fence that do not like the way things are run. The renegades, which are the people that were overthrown, and the anarchists. And you have a boy and, of course, a girl, and they're on opposite sides, and they want to change things. So it seems like there's going to be a lot of intrigue, a lot of cool things, a lot of justice and courage and kind of like superhero-y aspects of it which I really like and of course you know enemies I love when people start off as enemies with a common goal you know me too keep your friends close keep your enemies closer (laughs) and And you might fall in love you might I don't know let's see what happens but this comes out on November 6th Arch Enemies by Marissa Meyer and if you haven't picked up the Lunar Chronicles yet you know to keep you waiting until November 6th maybe you should so good first book in this is renegades right renegades that's correct renegades by marissa meyer i think i have it here i just have not picked it up yet i have it and it's been very hard not to start it i am really excited to talk about this book it's by a new to me author and i discovered this author as i was preparing for a different episode um her name is amy k runyon and she Hmm. has a book out called daughters of the night sky and it is a, uh, a World War II era novel. So I'm reading it in preparation for a different episode. And it's just beautifully written so far. So I was really excited to find out that she has a new book coming out on November 20th. And it's called Girls on the Line. And this book takes place during World War I. And it's about a young woman who um, has been part of sort of like high society, um, I believe, in New York City for her whole life. And she's sort of lived by the dictates and conventions of the time and respected all of those. And she's um, very appropriately affianced, um, engaged to some very appropriate man. Um, and then her brother is killed in the war. And this sort of shakes up her whole worldview. And she decides that instead of continuing on her, her straight, predictable path strewn with the expectations of those around her, she is going to go to France and she's going to be what's called a hello girl, one of the hello girls um, who does, um, will be an operator, um, I believe a phone operator for the war, um, making sure that important messages get um, passed between people. And while she's there, she begins to develop feelings um, for a man, I believe he's a medic, 
And it just looks like it's going to be a really good book. I, I love books like this. And I love learning about new things. And I had never heard of the Hello Girls of World War One, So it's something that I definitely want to research. So this book, again, is called Girls on the Line. And the author is Amy K. Runyon. And the book comes out on, or sorry, November 20th. My next pick is Inspector Gamish, book 14, The Kingdom of the Blind, um, which is part of the Three Pines series by Louise Penny. Of course, I'm really excited about this because it's like one of my favorite mystery series ever. Um, this is a series you definitely need to read in order. But if you're caught up, definitely pick this up. Um, in this book, Gamish, um, who was formerly part of the uh, police in um, Montreal, he um, then uh, is now retired and living in Three Pines. And... Um, he still does some stuff with the police, but he has been asked to be uh, the executor of the stranger's will. Like this random woman is like, oh, come be the executor of my will. And he's uh, summoned to this abandoned farmhouse in uh, just outside of Three Pines. And he's looking at this, the bequests of this woman. And he's like, this is all very strange. And then a body appears and things seem like they are much more menacing than they first appeared. First, they just appeared weird and then they appear very creepy and potentially dangerous. Um, meanwhile, he's also having to deal with rectifying a lot of um, things that have happened in his recent past as well. Um, this book, again, gets tons of praise. I'm super excited about it. Um, Louise Penny's writing is incredible. Um, the way she weaves together both mystery and depth of character and, and literature, poetry, music. It's just, it's amazing. And I'm super excited about this. Um, Robert Bathurst has been reading the most recent um, audio versions of these, and he does a very good job. Um, uh, the guy who had been reading them, he passed away and he was, he was amazing. Um, it took me a bit to get used to Robert Bathurst, but he's really good. And um uh, Again, this is called Kingdom of the Blind, Inspector Gamish, Book 14 by Louise Penny, which comes out on November 27th, which is unusual for her because her stuff usually comes out a bit earlier. Um, so excited about that. Very excited. So Stacy had originally planned to talk about this book, and I, I just really have to. So this is Tony's <laughs> Wife, and it is by Adriana Trigiani who is the author of the fabulous Shoemaker's Wife, which I adored about, I don't know, six years ago. So this one takes place during the World War II era. And it is the story of two people who meet as children and over time fall in love. And they live in Italy. And both of them want to have a life on the stage. They want to be singers and work with all these orchestras that are really that were really popular during um, the World War II era. So they start to like achieve their dreams. Hi, kitty cat. Um, <laughs> she's being very impolite that she doesn't realize that she's not supposed to talk during the podcast. It's okay. She's <laughs> a cat. Cats do whatever they want. Um, anyway, so she they realize that you know they they need to have these these lives together on the stage but 
when they actually start to have a family, one of them has to sacrifice their dreams in, you know, sort of so that the other can achieve theirs. And it just seems really, really lovely. Um, I don't know. Maybe it will have a sad ending. I, I don't know. But, but it looks so amazing and I cannot wait to read it. Unfortunately, it doesn't come out till closer to the end of the month. But this is Tony's Wife, and it is by Adriana Trigiani, and it comes out <laughs> November 20th. So Sarah, is your last book also about singing and war? No, my last book is not about singing and war. It is, guess when it's coming out, everyone? November, November 6th. 6th. How did you know? You're so brilliant. It's and a great day. It is a great day. And this time, you guys, I am not kidding. I know I've said this before, but this time it was more than like a squawk or a yelp. I screamed in my cubicle when I saw the name of this book while I was looking at lunch for books. And I am not necessarily always, as everybody knows about me, a like mainstream contemporary romance girl. Because they're either too fluffy or too new adult or too angsty or they're both assholes and I can't I don't know excuse my language but this author I discovered this year and I gobble her books like candy and this one is called Ache for You by J.T. Geisinger and it's the third book in her Slow Burn series and holy crap I'm so excited about it you don't even know and when I talk about it it's going to sound all fluffy and I promise you there's probably going to be hidden depths that we don't know about so it's loosely based on Cinderella so our main character is ditched at the author by or the author author. (laughs) (laughs) ditched at the altar by Prince Charmless and then her her new clothing line business literally goes up in flames. Aww. So I know, isn't that so sad? So then she has to wow, travel yeah. to she has to travel to Italy. Oh, too cheap. I know. I know. Can you imagine all the wine she can have? All the have wonderful in, food. Yeah, and gelato. I feel so mm. sorry for her. Yes, but you don't understand. She has to live with her ice queen stepmother, which would be terrible. And she has to help her father's failing dress shop. And to add insult to injury, this really arrogant clothing designer wants to sweep in and, like, take her over and and consume her and love her. And because of, you know, her recent experiences with, you know, Prince Charmless and her her previous business going up in flames, she doesn't want to have anything to do with this arrogant guy. I mean, come on. She doesn't want, she just wants to like have designer clothes, but that's never going to happen. So this book is going to make m- my whole heart filled with joy. I cannot wait to read it on November 6th. Ache for You by JT Geisinger. It might sound fluffy when I describe it. I promise you I have not read an early copy, so this is just my speculation. But every other JT Geisinger book I have read has had depth, even like if you're reading it and going, oh, my God, this guy is like so like vapid and like thin, like paper, shallow. Then all of a sudden she throws in something and you're like, what? Like it's totally I have the lowest rating I've given a book of hers is four stars out of five. Like it's so good. They're all good. I'm just aching to read this book now. Yeah. Yeah, and if, if you don't know where to start with, with her books, um, 
she wrote a she wrote a standalone called Midnight Valentine, and that's how Sarah and I discovered her earlier this year. Sarah um, discovered her first. I was going to say. I, I, can, I can admit it. You discovered her first, Sarah, and then recommended that book to me, and I, I agree. She's a really, really lovely author. Yes, and I love her fabulous. because not everybody is beautiful and 22. Love I mean, it. not that there's anything wrong with being beautiful and 22, but. More diversity in your romance characters is nice. All right, so the next book I'm going to talk about is about an author that is pretty well known for her, she's done a lot of series, study series is the one that I started with, uh, Glass, uh, Soul Healers, In and Out, uh, I think that's all the ones I know of, I think and, that's it. or maybe that's it, yeah, they're pretty, uh, I wouldn't call them urban fantasy, maybe fantasy, but this one is really different. It's coming out not on the 6th, actually sad. I believe it's coming out on November 13th, and it's called Navigating the Stars. Her name is Maria V. Snyder. And this book is very different from anything that she's done. It's about wonderful galaxies and planets and just, for me, stuff I haven't read enough about. So I really like this book because the main character's name is Lyra. And my dog's name is Naira. And I was like, oh. And she's been dragged around the planets with her parents who are archaeologists to study. Get this. Terracotta warriors. And it's not like the terracotta color, which is what I thought. It's actually spaced out. And we don't really know what it means based on the synopsis. So I'm guessing in the book they'll tell us. So she goes around discovering everything she can about these warriors. And she goes to a planet with her parents. And it turns out that all the warriors are gone. The planet is silent. And then one day she finds that people are looting her base of operations, trying to find something that she doesn't know. And of course, it's what I like, secrets and lies and intrigue and all that wonderful stuff. And we have to figure out why they're looting her base, what they're trying to find, and why all the warriors have disappeared. So this is Navigating the Stars by Maria V. Snyder coming out on November 13th. And like me, I hope that you will pick it up because it sounds really interesting. I have, I will. I have seen a lot of Maria V. Snyder books and I then yes. they have good reviews and I they am do. very interested. I've been kind of like looking at this author for a long time and just it, she just hasn't like fit in, not fit in, but you know what I mean? Like I just haven't made time to read her yet. So we, we could talk forever about all the great new bookities that are coming out but no one would really like it if we did like I don't even know that we would like it after we did it so <laughs> I don't believe we will um, I think we will just say goodbye for now and thank you all for listening we of course hope that you find something fabulous to read in November and if you're like us like you know more than one something fabulous I want to say thank you to Jen and Stacy and Sarah and Natalia for sharing your excitement with me. And as always, thanks goes to the incomparable Christine for her behind the scenes tech and editing uh, support on the Book Bistro podcast because the rest of us uh, just don't do those things. So <laughs> thank you, Christine, my thank hero. You. You're the best. It's true. I'm, I'm a little biased about these things, but it's, it's true. <laughs> so, 
as always, um, we appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen to the podcast, and we would love to hear your, your thoughts and your reviews. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so by finding us on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast or by sending an email to thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a rating or a review on whichever um, podcast platform you use that helps readers to find us. And it does something to the Google algorithms and helps the Book Bistro podcast show up um, in searches. So that would be wonderful if you are so inclined. Anyway, have a lovely week. We will be back next week with more bookish greatness because what else would we do? And I hope all of you have lots of great reading in your future. Goodbye, everybody. Toodles. Bye. Bye.